Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, September 21st. The death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the vacancy it leaves on the Supreme Court to be filled has jolted American politics like few events can. Today, President Trump said he is moving forward quickly with a successor. We'll discuss that, plus Joe Biden's reaction to the court vacancy and what should happen next. And finally, how this is playing out in the battle for control of the United States Senate. President Trump has indicated he is going to waste absolutely no time in picking a successor to Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court. He wants to get this done before Election Day, if possible. He went on Fox News this morning. I think, in all due respect, we should wait till the services are over Mm -hmm. for Justice Ginsburg. And uh, so we're looking probably at Friday or maybe Saturday. So you do believe that this vote should happen before November 3rd? Yeah, I think it should go very quickly. The president clearly believes that moving quickly is the way to go here. Not wait for the results of the presidential election. Not wait to know which party is going to control the Senate in 2021. He believes moving quickly motivates his base and has the ability to turn away from coronavirus and into more favorable turf for him, a sort of daily culture war that takes place over Supreme Court nominations. The confirmation process is usually something that riles up both bases, and Donald Trump sees that as a plus for him. It's how he believes he won the presidency. It's why he's governed the way he's governed over three and a half years. But beware anyone who thinks they understand exactly how this will play out politically. I think there are two assumptions that we cannot make. The first assumption that it actually is going to have impact in the presidential race. It may not. So many things have not had impact. One of the defining characteristics of this presidential race is its stability. And Donald Trump, who has tried time and again to change the conversation, the context, the dynamics in this race, has been unable to do so. There's no reason to believe a Supreme Court battle is the thing that will do it after a continued pandemic or race reckoning, violence in America's streets in certain cities. None of that has done it. The second assumption that you can't make is if it is going to have impact, who it's going to help, Donald Trump or Joe Biden. It is true. Supreme Court battles do tend to rile up the bases, but these bases are already pretty riled up over this election. So it is unclear with so much of the electorate locked into their choice already what this battle over Ruth Bader Ginsburg's successor will really mean to the Biden effort or the Trump effort if indeed it does have impact. Here's what else matters today. Take a look at how Joe Biden, who made sure to go out this weekend, he did not have previously scheduled campaign events the way that President Trump did. He made sure to add an event to his schedule for Sunday, go to the National Constitution Center in Philadelphia and speak directly to the American people about the Ginsburg vacancy. To jam this nomination through the Senate is just an exercise in raw political power. And I don't believe the people of this nation will stand for it. Joe Biden, with his long-term career in the United States Senate, is opposed to any process where any president doesn't court the views and advice of the Senate Judiciary Committee and of the Senate at large. That's how he tries to square his previous comments from 2016 when he was Barack Obama's vice president trying to get Merrick Garland on the court 
remember, Joe Biden at that point in 2016 said you can move forward with a Supreme Court nomination and confirmation process even a few months before a presidential election. Two other quick things to note about Joe Biden's response to this. One, note the movement on health care. He is going to try and make this Supreme Court battle all about protection of the Affordable Care Act, especially its most popular provisions like protecting those to be covered who have pre-existing conditions. Joe Biden, with the Obamacare case set to be heard by the Supreme Court just a week after the presidential election, Joe Biden is using that as the opportunity to not make this a culture war over abortion or gay marriage or other topics that come up before the court. He wants to put health care front and center because it is a topic that has proven very successful for Democrats at the ballot box in the Trump era. And the second thing about Biden's response that I think is very telling, it shows who Biden the man is. He did not go out yesterday and give some base rallying cry. He didn't give a rabble-rousing address about packing the Supreme Court, as many progressives are arguing should be done. No, what Joe Biden did was go out and just try and appeal directly to the conscience of Republicans in the Senate. Obviously, that is not a winning argument with Mitch McConnell and the Senate majority. It's not a winning argument with President Trump, and it's most likely not a winning argument with Republicans overall across the nation. But Joe Biden was not out there to sort of storm the barricades on this. He was actually presenting who he really is in the way that he responded to this moment. And finally today, the place where the Ginsburg death and the battle over her successor is going to be felt perhaps most acutely in politics is in battle for control of the United States Senate. How in some of these critical Senate races does this play out? You saw Susan Collins came out over the weekend. She is embattled in her state of Maine. She is one of the more vulnerable Republican incumbents who could potentially lose her seat. And so you see in her statement that she thinks there's some to gain here by staking out the position that it is not President Trump right now who should make this nomination. She said the decision of a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court should be made by the president who is elected on November 3rd, staking out a totally counter position to where Mitch McConnell is. With that statement, she risks alienating the Trump voter base of support she needs to get reelected. She believes the calculation is there's more in Maine on the independent and Democratic side to get her reelected, which is what she's trying trying to do here with this statement. Make sure to continue to watch some of these embattled Republicans as time goes on. We're still waiting for Mitt Romney, Chuck Grassley, and others to weigh in here, but that Collins statement is very instructive. That is where we may see the political ramifications here. It's in how Senate races deal with this issue since it's directly tied to the job they're seeking. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing, netsuite.com briefing.